Welcome to the most energetic, positive, happy, and healthy podcast in the world. Living the dream. Dream stands for diet, rest, exercise, attitude, and meaning. I'm your host, certified health coach, motivational speaker, sober since July of 2016, American Ninja Warrior competitor, two-time world record holder, and ultra-marathoner, Matt Scaletti. Here we go! Heyo! Welcome back, crew! I hope 2020 is going amazing for you. Life is good on my end. We're getting into this thing today. We're talking about the power of visualization. The power of visualizing. Visualizing. Having a visualization practice honestly has changed my life in the last three to five years. Do you have one? Let's talk about that. Hopefully you have one, and if you don't, hopefully this podcast will give you some great ideas, some quick ideas that you can use in your life immediately to start a practice of visualizing success before it happens. Now, let's have some fun. Let's do a little fun exercise. Let me ask you this. Has anyone ever asked you to get them something from the other room, and you don't really want to go get it, and what happens? Let's say, for example, somebody asks you to go get the hot sauce from the fridge. You don't really want to get up and go walk over to the fridge, but you're like, I, I want to be nice too. Okay, I'll, I'll go up and go get the hot sauce. And you're thinking, we don't even have any hot sauce. And your wife, or your girlfriend says, yes, we have hot sauce. It's right on the door, right there on the side of the door. And you're thinking, I know we don't have any hot sauce. I know we don't have any hot, we don't have hot sauce. And what happens? You open up the fridge and you start scanning. You see the salad dressings. You see the almond milk over there. You see some ketchup. You see some mustard. You don't see any hot sauce. And you're thinking, I knew there wasn't any hot sauce. And you say, honey, we don't have any hot sauce. And she said, no, it's right on the door. It's right there on the door. You're thinking, I know there's no hot sauce there. I'm looking at the hot, I don't see any hot sauce. Dressings, and you got the ranch and the Italian, even though you should not have all these dressings because those are bad for you. But anyways, I'm just giving an example. But what happens? You're looking for the hot sauce, but in your mind, you're telling yourself it is not in there. You're visualizing that it is not in the fridge. Is the hot sauce in the fridge? Yes, it is. Your wife, your girlfriend, whoever it is, your mom knows that it's in the fridge, but you're telling yourself it is not in the fridge so you don't see it. You don't think it's there, so you visualize it not being there. And the amazing thing is, it works. Your brain is tricked into thinking not seeing the hot sauce. It is unbelievable that this is possible. You root around a fridge a while and a while, you don't find anything, then you get in a dispute with your mom or your spouse and your girlfriend, and what happens, the night ends terribly, all because you didn't visualize success before you went in to look for the hot sauce. <laughs> okay, maybe not that bad, but I hope you've had, I, I don't want you to have that story happen to you, but I'm sure it's happened in some capacity. Somebody's asked you for batteries down in the basement, you tell yourself they're not there, you go down and look and you don't find them because you convince yourself 
they're not there when they're right in front of your nose. It's amazing how we can do this in our brains and turn what we believe in our head into reality. And here, that is the entire key right there. You can turn what's in your head into reality. That's what visualization does. It turns boom in your head to boom it happens in real life. And the more vivid and the more detailed and the more powerful we visualize something, the more likely it is going to happen. Let me tell you a story that I can prove that this is true. I can absolutely prove this is true. I told a story, this is many podcasts ago, I'm sure you forgot by now, but let me just refresh your memory. Fifth grade, I was in fifth grade, I had to give my first speech to the entire school. I was forced, and I kid you not, I was forced to run for student council. I did not want to run for student council. One of my buddies, Billy, my man, I'm still thinking of you, he volunteered me to run for student government, so I had to give a speech in front of, it must have been 200 people in the gymnasium. And what happened was, I screwed up. <laughs> for better or for worse, for lack of a better term, I screwed up. I had to give a speech that was all of five sentences. I memorized the whole thing, but I brought a sheet of paper with me just in case I'd forget the speech. The problem is I left the piece of paper in my locker and I didn't have it on me when I'm presenting in front of 200 people. I have to go completely from memory. It went great for four sentences. I forgot the fifth sentence and then I blanked. And I kid you not, I stood in front of 200 people in a crowded gymnasium in fifth grade and it sounded like this. Um, I, um, uh, oh man, I can still, I can still visualize this. I don't want to go back there, but for the sake of this podcast, I got to tell you the story. True story. My teacher, Mrs. Jarzinka had to say, Hey Matt, weren't you going to say something about having a suggestion box in the principal's office? Which she, thank God I, Gave the, told her the speech a couple times because she was right. I finally, after seriously must have been 15 seconds of blanking, finished my speech. It was the most humiliating, embarrassing moment of my life. And I'm not exaggerating. I was mortified for, for months after this, probably even years after this. Here's the story. Here's how this connects to visualizing. This is no exaggeration. I, I promise I'm being honest with you. That was in fifth grade. Every time I gave any sort of public presentation from that moment forth, the last thing that snuck into my head before I started speaking, if it was in ninth grade, 12th grade, in college, out of college, doing, I had to do an internship and I had to give a speech. The last thing that came into my mind before I started speaking was that fifth grade, awful, embarrassing moment. That's what I visualized, was screwing up. Let me ask you this, you're listening. How well do you think I was as a speaker if that's what I was visualizing? Yep, you guessed it. I was horrible, horrible, terrible, awful, no good, and I had no confidence. And a lot of that reason, it's really because of two reasons. I had no confidence because I was focused on my failure. And number two, I was not getting enough practice in. But who wants to practice when every time they visualize is a massive failure? Please, please, I beg you to learn from this massively huge error I made in my life. 
fifth grade, I don't know, I'm trying to think of how old I was, 11, 12 years old, for the next minimum 15 years, every second I spoke in public after the fifth grade debacle, I visualized myself forgetting my words. I seriously freaked myself out at least 5, 10, 15 times before giving a speech because this is what I visualize. No, no, no good. Finally, 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 I wanted so bad to become a public speaker that I had to overcome this fear and it took a minimum of 50 to 100 speeches in Toastmasters before I finally became comfortable to give a presentation in front of even five or 10 people. The question is, you may say, Matt, what's different now? What is different now? I'm giving speeches in front of hundreds, if not thousands of people now. Do I still get a little bit of nervousness before? Absolutely, but now I use that as fuel to help me connect with the audience and help get my energy up, up, and away. That nervousness is just a different type of energy. The feeling, let me just go digress for a second. If you think about the symptoms of nervousness and the symptoms of excitement, they are almost identical. They are almost exactly identical. What are they? Increased heart rate, right? Maybe, uh, maybe you start to sweat a little bit, right? Maybe you get a little dryness in your mouth. Maybe uh, hopefully you don't get to the point of like shaking. Maybe you, you, whatever, you get a little nervous, but you're also excited. I remember before playing basketball, every single time before a high school basketball game, which I loved playing, I got nervous, but it was excitement. I used it as excitement. So you can reframe nervousness into excitement very, very, very simply. Okay, back to the story. What do I do now as far as visualizing? I screwed up and I visualized for over a decade, I visualized me in giving that fifth grade speech and blowing it. What is different now? What's different now is I'm sure you can guess, visualizing success before I take the stage. Only, only success. By the way, you might say, hey Matt, but does failure ever creep in? Yes, absolutely. But let me give you a little tip that you can use that really, I think, truly, truly works. If failure, that failure talk starts to creep in, I visualize, so you know how you can hear that voice in your head and before you're giving a speech, maybe he starts to say, you're not prepared, you shouldn't even be up here, I don't know why you're doing this. If that happens, I visualize a very small, silly looking version of myself saying that negative talk and giving me these bad visuals. That's what I think of in my head. Why do I think that? Because I laugh at the silly version of me who's trying to bring these negative visuals to my head. It's so funny, I can still picture him right now. I can picture this little man, I call him Lil Matt. <laughs> Lil Matt sometimes creeps in my head before I give a speech or before a big meeting and I visualize this little version of myself talking in this squeaky voice and I just kind of laugh at him and I say, I'm sorry, that's not me Lil Matt, you're gone. You can run your mouth all you want, but Big Matt, the big man on campus is coming to give a speech today. I really invite you to use that as well. Whenever you have a negative, you can feel that negative self-talk. And just so you know, we all have this. You're not alone. Anybody that tells you they don't have it, it's just, I don't believe it's true. I think everybody has at least a little bit of negative self-talk. If that happens to you, visualize some little silly version of yourself saying this and laugh at that person because that is not you. 
That is not you. Maybe it was you in some past life, but not no more. You are the bigger version of that. You are aspiring to much more than this little tiny person who is trying to talk negative crap in your ear. Okay. We're talking about if that negative talk creeps in, what you do. That's a tip. Think about little little person or funny looking version of yourself, squeaky voice, and then boom, you move on. You laugh at that person, and then I go back into focusing fully on success. It has 100% worked wonders for me, and I know it's going to work wonders for you. Do you visualize success? And you may say, Matt, I don't speak on a stage, so I don't do that. Here's my response to that. You can do this with any part of your life. You can visualize yourself walking into a meeting and crushing it. Or visualize yourself having an awesome night with your spouse or kids or your family. When you see it happening before it happens, your brain now tries to make it become real. Try it with enough practice, it's going to become real. I don't care what the situation is. Before I go to the gym, every single time I connect with the reason why I'm going to the gym, I do that constantly. I connect with a deep reason why I'm there. I often think about if this is the last chance I ever get to work out, I want to leave on a high note and I want to be a badass in there and I want to just go hard. I do that and then I visualize how I'm gonna work out, how hard I'm gonna be going, how I'm gonna push. If I'm trying to do 10 reps, I visualize myself getting to 12 reps. I visualize myself sweating, I visualize myself pushing myself. And then it becomes a reality. The same thing if I'm going on stage to speak in front of a thousand people. I visualize the audience laughing and connecting with me and being silly and then crying when we get to certain points where it's emotional. I visualize myself succeeding in whatever area of life I'm going into. And just so you know also, am I perfect at visualizing this stuff? Absolutely not. I'm trying to get better at all of this that I'm communicating with you as well. I, I work on this every single day. The, the coolest part of all this personal growth and development and professional development is there's no end. That's the amazing part. There's no end to this. I believe, I don't care who it is, they can always get better, and clearly myself included. But I don't care if you're Matt Scaletti or LeBron James. I think both of us think we can get better, and he's arguably one of the greatest basketball players ever. He can still get better. I can still get better. You can still get better. That consistent growth is what will keep us happy because we're making progress. Whoo! I love visualizing. Visualize success before it happens. All right. As you know, at the end of every podcast, you know it's coming. I lay down, boom, the hammer. I lay down the challenge. Here is the challenge. And I'm begging you, you, may, you might want to jot this down in your notes or put it in your phone or something. Because this visualization practice will help you. Period. End of story. Challenge. Think about one area of your life you wish was better or you want to get better. Maybe it is public speaking. Maybe it is running a meeting at work. Maybe it's a relationship with somebody. I don't care if it's a relationship with a friend, a spouse, a son, a daughter, a mom, a dad, a grandmother, a coworker, a boss, an employee, it doesn't matter. Visualize yourself doing great in whatever area you want. 
And let me take it a step further. I mean details. Make it detailed. Make it specific. The more specific it is, the more your brain is going to try to make it reality. It's going to try to make it happen. Be very, very, very detailed. Put yourself there. Then step into the situation and see if you improve. See if you improve. Visualize the success. Visualize the success. I've seen this one guy speak. His name is, oh, what is his name? Tony. No, yeah, yeah, Tony. Yes, I've seen this guy named Tony speak. And he talks about visualizing. And he talks about how he looked uh, and I think this is many years ago and he watched the he was watching the news and he heard multiple news stories of people within like months of each other where they got into a car wreck or they hit a patch of ice or they lost control of the car and they ran into a telephone pole and all of the people that they interviewed they asked them they said you know what what happened he said well, I lost control of the car, but then I started to get control and all I saw was this telephone pole and I just kept telling myself, just don't hit the pole, don't hit the pole, don't hit the pole. Woom! And they hit the pole, right? Why did they hit the pole when they were trying to visualize not hitting the pole? Because all they were thinking about was the pole. So what you visualize will become a reality. That's like visualizing yourself saying, I don't want to be overweight. I don't want to be overweight. I, you're going to be overweight because you're not visualizing yourself being healthy. The negative motivation does not work in the long term from what I've seen from coaching people for many, many, many years. There you go. You have the challenge. You have the challenge laid down to you. Think about one area of your life that you want to improve on and do detailed visualization practices in your head until whatever the situation is feels like it's really happening. And also, I just want to conclude with this. Does this guarantee that whatever you visualize in your head will happen? Absolutely not. It just, it doesn't. Does it give you a much higher chance of succeeding? Yes. And that's what I want to give you, a much higher chance of succeeding. I don't care if you're trying to make shoot a basketball, make a three-pointer. You visualize yourself making that three-pointer a hundred times before, before you actually shoot. Visualize that success before you even shoot the ball. Make it real in your mind before it actually happens. Take the challenge. I beg you to take the challenge. It's going to help you. Think about that one area of your life you want to improve and visualize it over and over and over again, getting better and better, and then go take action and make it happen. Woo! I love you all. Thanks for listening. I'm out of here. Please don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and give me a nice rating. Hopefully, this is improving your life. Share it on social media. Share it with somebody that you love, and I hope it helps them as well. I love you. I'm out. Thanks for listening to another episode of Living the Dream with Matt Scaletti. I'm so grateful for you. Please share this podcast on your social media so others can benefit from this valuable content. Also, please subscribe to my podcast because if you aren't, I am watching you. (laughs) Check me out on social media and message me if you need me as your keynote speaker at Matt Scaletti on social media. I respond to all messages. Thanks and I love you so much. Oh, 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 oh,